0: You don't know McDonald's!
1: and welcome to episode 56 of winging it I'm Alex as always with my two coasts my two co-hosts Andrew and Ali boys how are we doing this Thursday afternoon Ali I you don't know, know about you
2: man I'm in like I'm in I'm in football like this like purgatory right now it's like stupid like mini bye week I just want it to end I'm ready for Monday.
3: I agree, man. It's uh it's been too long. I get it. It's great for the birds because we got some injuries that we're gonna come back from. But uh no, I agree. The fact that we're not even gonna have to wait until Sunday, but Monday until a birds game is pretty torturous. At least yeah. we do
2: get to see the two whitest names at quarterback in all of humanity, uh <laughs> Daniel Jones versus Brock Purdy about to kick Purdy. off shortly. So so that'll try to fill a void for a little bit.
1: <laughs> Brock <laughs> oh, Purdy. Man, dude. Oh, Brock man. Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah. So that reel that we sent out, uh, people did not like that very much. We got a whole bunch of angry 49ers fans that started commenting on it. Speaking of reels or what are we talking about? Make sure you guys are following our content on Instagram at winging.ic.pod. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Most importantly, YouTube. We're trying to grow our YouTube presence. We got some pretty cool clips. And speaking of really cool clips and episodes, we have a treat for you guys today.
2: Some might call him an actual wingman, a a literal wingman.
1: Some may actually call him a superhero. I actually saw a post yesterday that this man was tattooed on somebody. I mean, you have to be a Philly icon to get tattooed. So, without further ado, I want to introduce everyone on the Winging It podcast to
2: Birdman.
0: Birdman.
2: What is good,
0: everyone?
2: Yo, I'm, we have man, a live bird, to bird talking to us right yeah. now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so happy to be on the on the on the Winging It pet podcast today, man. I'm, I'm, I I want to thank you guys again, awesome for having me. Uh, then this episode is going to be great, man. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, man. Well, we got a lot of stuff we want to ask you. I see some signatures on your beak. I've heard about some <laughs> stories that happened last week at the link we want to talk about. But without further ado, we want to see who the man is behind
2: the mask. Has, has he ever done this before? Oh, no. Here we
0: go, guys. There it is. One of, Joey, One of us. One of us. He's right, human. Man, so he's, he's beautiful. human.
1: <laughs> so we have the Birdman. Birdman, what's your real name? What's your story? Where are you from? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: So yeah, um my name's Joey. Um I'm from Philadelphia, um Port Richmond area. Um area the neighborhood uh in Philly. Um So um basically, you know, I am Went to high school at Roman Catholic High School, uh, Philly native, born and raised. uh, I'm a United States Army veteran, um, you know, and I have three beautiful kids and a wife and currently living in Jersey, so... Uh, And a biggest Eagles fan, you probably would know. So,
1: (laughs) dude, I feel like I've seen you on like so many different like hype videos, bar stool. I've seen you like in and around the stadium. I feel like every single game, you and some of your crew are going to be on the jumbotron. Joey, I'm mistaken.
2: I I like accidentally used you to represent our audience swinging at (laughs) picks on our graphic. I didn't even know that was the literal Birdman himself, and here I am using it as like this. This foreshadowing that I didn't even know was going to happen.
0: Yeah, man. I I'd be honest with you. I didn't notice this was going to even happen when I, you know, when it even when I Birdman was even a thing. I I didn't think it was going to blow up like it is, and here I am. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: so so tell us about that. So I listened to a few of your interviews. Um, you know, I saw that you found this outfit at a thrift shop. Like, what was your intention? Did you just see it? Was it a joke? And you're like, yo, this is going to be lit. Did like a light bulb go off or was it like just something you you bought? It sat in the back of your closet for a few years before you brought it out. Like, give us the whole story of like how it started and how it started blowing up for you.
0: So so basically, you know, um, it was two and a half years ago. We played Denver in Denver, Colorado, the Broncos, um, and it was around Halloween time. It was a November game. Um, So I went to the thrift store to get my son actually a costume for school, because they were having some type of Halloween party or something, and it was just like, alright, maybe I'll just go grab them something so you can just wear, alright, whatever. Thrift stores are great for that, so I uh, decided to go to the thrift store, um, the Goodwill and Deffert. Um, and I walk in and I see this bird feathers <laughs> hanging there, so uh, I'm like, alright, you know what? Screw it, I mean, I might as well go ahead and buy this and rep it next week in Denver so it was 20 bucks <laughs> can't beat this for 20 bucks <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> came with the feet and everything I know people seen the feet um <laughs> me out there with the feet and everything on so I, I and then I wore it to the game in Denver and then just I blew up chugging out the beats on TV and bark bar uh bearcat from barstool that's they posted me, chugging out the beak. And then ever since on Twitter, ever since then, I just went from that. And then I just made it – I decided to make it a thing. so do you, now are here you, I am. I
2: imagine you're a season ticket holder. I know you go to a ton of games. Uh, is this – do you – I mean, are you always, always in uniform, always ready um, to go as Birdman?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have season tickets. Well, I, I wish – uh i kind of just go with the flow so i go to the games um if it's a home game i'll buy the ticket the day of about a couple hours before uh but if it's an away game i'm trying to get buy the ticket a day before just in case you know i'm gonna make the money to go there i'm gonna make sure i need a ticket so um but yeah once i the minute i drive my car onto the tailgate or if i'm you know taking an uber from our away game um i'm in costume from then through the tailgate parking lots and getting my videos and the content I need. You've probably seen many of them out there. Um, And when I get in the game, the mask is always on because God knows the cameras flow and gets me on. I don't want, obviously, this show on TV. So, So Birdman...
3: you said you don't buy tickets until a couple hours before the game. Have you found some kind of arbitrage opportunity where you can get tickets the cheapest at a certain time right before the game? Tell us your secrets.
0: Yeah, basically, I just stalk game time, Ticketmaster, everything about, I say, about two hours before the game. And I guarantee they're going to be at their lowest price because people are going to drop them so low to make sure that they sell them. And then, if you know, some tickets are really high, like, not gonna lie, no one—they don't drop them ever. But you'll get the so many that like two hours before the game, they'll be the lowest you can get them. And I'm and so, I'm usually sitting row one, row two. I don't sit any higher than that. So
1: yeah, you need to you need to always yeah. be ready for the camera, baby. Exactly. That's that show business exactly. for you. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I know you're going down to the Tampa game, and we're definitely going to get into the Tampa game before we go through a few more questions. But beginning of the season, it gets really hot. Like, are you committed? Are you in costume the whole time from kickoff to victory formation?
0: Yeah, I actually. The funny thing you said that because uh, this past summer was uh, Jason Kelsey's beach bl- bash, whatever down the sea isle. I was there for that. It was torturing hot. I remember being there 4 o'clock in the morning. I got there, and I was in oh line. God. I was the only person there. But I was first in line.
2: You know um, what they say. I, early
0: bird. Early bird gets, gets the worm. The worm, exactly. <laughs> early bird gets the worm. So, you know, I, I went in down there at 4 a.m. I got early. I was there. But, yeah, it was torturously hot. I even got on the news. Uh, Tim Furlong interviewed me. He's like, oh, look at this guy. You must be hot in there. And I <laughs> I cursed on national television, like it's hot as S in here. Like <laughs> And I was like, Look at this shit dripping sweat. Like I was going nuts, but yeah, it, it does get hot. Um I remember Lance Tampa game. Um I got booed. I was actually on Fox for that. Um well they were all booing me. That was when Tom Brady, the playoff game, we got mm. but destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I wish I was going this week to Tampa. I don't. I don't know if anybody knows, but uh, I'm currently banned from all NFL stadiums currently. So, so it's
1: all NFL stadiums. So I yeah. yeah. So let's get into that because I know you were really excited to talk a little bit about this to us. So I didn't realize it was all NFL stadiums. So you and I were trying to link up before the game. I hopped over to your tailgate. Also, shout out to Club Two One Five. You guys like throw. An insane, insane tailgate before. Ali was running a little bit late, so I had to go back. I couldn't hang out for too long, but I definitely wanna definitely want to chop it up with you guys at some point. Um, so we tried linking up and then I saw on your Instagram story when I got home, you guys y- y- you're banned. So so give us as much detail as you can. I know there's some pending issues going on, but let's get into it. How can they ban yeah. Birdman?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I said the same thing. So it all started basically I I got in an argument with a a fan next to me. Uh he got a little upset that I was cheering and flapping my wings and you know, <laughs> dancing and, you know, doing my normal third man things that I always do. Nothing different. I do the same thing. And that this was a Vikings fan, right?
2: Not a not a fellow no, Eagles fan. Oh,
0: this was a, this was a fellow Eagles fan. <laughs> wow. This was a fellow Eagles fan. Yeah, so so basically The plot thickens. Yeah, we got into a confrontation like not physical, but, like, an argument saying, like, he's like, hey, man, can you, know, wash your arms? You're getting in my wife's face. You know, you're blocking her view. Watch uh, your beak, you know. bro. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I told him, like, hey, man, listen, uh, I, I got minimal visibility through this mask. I can barely see it as, you know, I try to enjoy the game as much as possible because this mask, is you really can't see out of it. You know, it's being honest with him. Um, and I was like, I'm in this suit. It's bulky. You know we're in here squished like sardines, uh, and you know there's barely time to move. So you know he was like, "Okay, man, just try whatever." I said, "Okay, sure." So I sat down. Next thing you know, DeAndre Swift runs that fifth, that did a 15 yard line, yeah. and I went I went nuts. You know I was cheering, going off.
3: Thankfully, so, right, so by the told, way, Alex
0: and I were there, yeah. and
3: we. Uh... We did the exact same thing. Keep going. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, you're good. Uh. So then this one, the dude stood up and he was like, man, I told you already, you know, next time I'm just going to punch in your mouth. So, you know, yeah. So the way you're guys looking is the way I look like. And you got to say, like, I've been, I've been drinking all day. You like, it's the freaking birds. Yeah, you got opener. emotions flowing. Yeah. It's flowing. Yeah, it's, it. yeah. You know. You know, and we're about to win the and game. And the birds looked like stuff. crap,
2: like for the yeah, most for like the first exactly. half of that game. So it was already high tension.
0: Yeah, and I was I was a little worried. I, I was worried myself. We were going to lose yeah. it. We were, it wasn't. We weren't going to pull through. So, you know, so I I got a little heated. I took my mask off, and then that's when the bickering started going. And I told them, you know, punch me in my mouth. Then and and that's when security got involved. Um, they initially talked to me, and they were like, "Hey, man, just calm down. You know." Try to stop stop being so obnoxious and loud. Loud, that's what he said. Stop being so obnoxious and loud. Uh, I didn't know you at, can't be at, loud. And, at at Lincoln Financial at a home game. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I basically <laughs> right, was like, Right after right. the DeAndre Swift run. Great. Yeah. It's not like it. inside a the touch- dome. We're at a real outside he scores stadium. scores the touchdown. Yeah, and then he scores the touchdown. <laughs> like, so I scores the touchdown, and then I go bananas again. And then that's when they start escorting me out. Um, but what goes further on, I, I can't really discuss. Um, but if anybody does want to know the, the you know the, the full story, just get with me on the side. I just don't want to post it on. So uh, that's out kind
1: there, of ri- that's kind of ridiculous, man. So I I've had season tickets for the last four years now. I will admit, like we sit up in the club level, so I don't know. It's not as like rowdy as it is like down by the field. But there's so much banter and so much trash talk back and forth and and people pushing and getting out of the way. But it's all like, homie, you're dressed up as a giant bird. Like that's yeah, like the entertainment. Really- that is like part of the thing. Like you are doing the Eagles a favor by dressing up as their mascot. Showing the entire United States how dedicated their fan base in, which is impacting the ratings and the way people perceive our city, and you get the ban, that's like worse than yeah. like that Cubs fan catching that home run ball, right? That like cost them that oh, game. Steve
2: Bartman, yeah.
1: Yeah, everyone knows everyone knows Steve Bartman, but nobody knows the outfielders name that let that go, right? Like like that's like the that's the actual atrocity there. So so yeah.
0: what, what's and the next? The fans were like, booing them. The fans were booing them, like uh, let them stay. Like they were on my side. Like I'm walking out. Like, and... oh, man, the
2: only acceptable fight that anyone could possibly pick with Birdman, like if it's not Swoop, then everyone needs to just like like go away. Like I can understand Swoop being like, "Yo, you're trying to like you're trying to step on my bird toes right now." I'm not having it. But when now, it Swoop but if loves it's me.
0: <laughs> exactly, so it's like I I then so from here like. You know, that kind of, like, ruined a lot of stuff for me. You know, I've been in—I'm not going to lie. I've been really down in the dumps um past couple days. You can ask anyone. I really isolated myself because uh, before this all came about, you know, I, I fight a lot of mental health issues. Um, mm. and, and, you know, Birdman is my outlet now. Mm. That is my hobby. Like, everybody's hobby is, you know, going out with their friends or going to the movies or going play sports or whatever. Well, my hobby's Birdman, Mm -hmm. and, you know, seeing the smile on fans' face when they see me, see the smile on these kids' faces when they see me, because I'm not also a Birds fan, and, uh, you know, to the adults, it's not all about drinking and partying, but at the end of the day, the kids look at, to me, as, like, a character, like you said, an action figure or, uh, you know, a superhero, you know, so it kind of hurts me a lot that, you know, I put all this money, this time, this dedication, go to every single game, always sit in front row, uh to just get banned like that you know uh it it, it's like they ripped me ripped ripped it right out of me you know and Mm. uh you and this is my
2: yeah you bring up such a good point i like i and even just from doing this podcast and i think alex and ali can can definitely you know add on to this but like it ultimately like being like, like the sense of community that we can just get as Eagles fans, like it, it does go so much deeper than the game and, and what that actually allows for us in terms of just like connecting with people and just being able to just kind of let loose and just like really engage with people in a comfortable way where we're all just kind of on the same page. You know what I mean? So like, I, right, right. I'm, like, I'm, I feel for you, man. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, I... I totally, you know, can, can empathize and like feel how that's like such a big part. That's probably, you know, taken away right now, but, uh, we got your back, dude. We got your back. Yeah.
1: We got your back, man. Um, I mean, thank you thanks God, for man. just like, and thanks for just like sharing that, man. I think like a lot of times as men, like we don't want to talk about mental health and stuff and it's, it's really encouraging, but also upsetting at the same time. Like you found an outlet to, to, to really, you know, be a character Show up to four a, show up at four AM to an Eagles party. You know, weather the blistering heat. Um just to just to get a reaction from fans. So uh we hear you, man. We're rooting for you and your appeal. Let us know if there's anything we can do to kinda kinda help uh with all of that.
0: Appreciate you guys. Thank you, man.
1: Birdman. So, yeah, like uh, I said, you... so
0: my bad. Uh, I just wanted to add this quickly. Um, so Tampa, um I know you said I'm getting ready to go and all that. So I won't be going to Tampa. Um, I did. I was hoping to go. Um, I bought my flight. I was ready to go. Uh, But I'm not going to risk getting arrested in Tampa. So, um, (laughs) Anywhere but Florida. (laughs) Anywhere but Florida. I'm I'm honestly going to wait. I'm I'm not going to say this right now. I'm going to go give it a try at MetLife when we play the Jets. And I'm gonna go give it a try, Birdman, full Birdman decked out. And I'd rather get arrested in Jersey <laughs> if I'm gonna get arrested, <laughs> honestly. And I'll do it for the birds, but you know, um, but I, I, I don't think I'm gonna let anyone stop me from continuing this journey that I built for myself. So
3: I uh, uh, I appreciate that you reminded everyone that they are the New Jersey Jets and the New Jersey Giants. Because,
0: uh... <laughs> man, no, uh,
3: not New York. <laughs> not New York, not New York. Birdman, um, I, I appreciate the the con- conversation that we had in the green room as well as in your introduction. Um, you mentioned that you're a veteran. Um, as a fellow veteran, first of all, thank you for your service. Um, talk to, talk you. to us a little bit about that. Talk to us about how it was like to to sort of come back and transition from the service, which I know was a very difficult time for me personally, how was that for you? Um how have you sort of uh used that part of yourself to sort of advance uh any any initiatives that you wanna that you want to push forward today?
0: So so basically um you know when I first got out of the military it was very hard for me. Uh, I actually was homeless. I I was living in my car in the Taco Bell parking lot on Aramingo Ave. Uh, my cousins worked at the Taco Bell so he would come out and give me food, just so I could eat. Um, and I didn't have nothing. Um, you know, I had a dad. My dad's still alive, you know. And my mother passed away, obviously, when I was in the service. For anyone that don't know that, um, so yeah, I did lose my mother while I was in service. Uh, so I came home to really a brother and a dad. But you know, they, they have their own life. They're not just gonna put their life aside. And I don't blame them. You know, I'm, a, I'm gonna. I'm a grown man. You know what I mean? So I had to suck it up and do what I had to do. Uh, so I wound up living in my car for a couple months until I got connected with the VA. Um, and the VA, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that goes on that says the VA is such a horrible place. And uh, But I didn't find it as a horrible place to actually really help me out. And, you know, I, I thank God every day that, you know, that I was introduced to the VA. Because uh, without them, I don't know where I'd be today. Um well, basically, with that being said, I, you know, I wind up getting a job at the VA. I, I that's my full time job. I am, I work in the emergency room um, as an ICT technician, which is a high tech, advanced tech, and I can do all this job as a nurse. Just can't get medication, um, so that's a big plus for me. Um, with that being said, um, I want to do something. I want to get something started, um, like an organization where you know i start making t-shirts um i'm going to you see me at the tailgates doing content um i want to sell these t-shirts something like a um wings for warriors like bird wings for warriors um and i'm going to take a percentage of every t-shirt i sell and donate it to a veteran organization new one every week um so it could be you know wounded warriors project it could be the purple heart um, you know just any or any organization that has to do with the vets that's going to benefit them Um, so I'm hoping um, to start that within the couple, within the next couple weeks, um, and get that rolling. So you know I could do my part to give back to people that helped me. Um, and I know you know the struggle. Like I said, the mental health and the things that other soldiers go through when they come home. Um, and it's not very good. You know, there's a lot of other soldiers out there that deal with the same exact thing that you know come home. They don't have they don't know how to transition, or or they're difficult finding help because nobody wants to help them. You know, so um, I just want to give back to the the people that helped me get to where I'm at now. So that's basically.
2: Man, that's that's so awesome. Like, especially you experiencing the struggle, it's like who better to empathize with that and to be able to like try to do right by by you know by everyone and just be a representative and and uh, I mean. Dude, like i I loved hearing all of that and I like especially um you know given how honest you've been with mental health like I can't think of anything better or anything that sounds more rewarding uh, so I, dude I, best of luck and like they said anything that we can do to help with that it it sounds like a phenomenal idea yeah
0: Joey, thank you man you have yeah
2: an awesome story brother and thank
1: you just for sharing that with us and and on the podcast um there there there's a whole story, a lot of hurt but also a lot of good that comes from underneath that costume, man. So just, just thank you so much for that. Thank um, you guys. Um, how do we move la- on to talking about the yeah. Tampa game?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do we do that thing. now? Yeah, one one last thing that I'll, uh, one last thing that I'll say here, um, Joey, cause I think you've, uh, you've inspired me with this story because, Every year on Veterans Day, people who know me as a veteran come up and thank me for my service. And my usual response to that is, don't thank me for my service, right? Because I think generally as a population, we feel good when we're seeing a national anthem. We see the troops. We see the jets fly over. We see veterans walking around. We thank them for our service, and we feel better about ourselves doing that. But that's not enough, right? That is not enough. There are still... 23 service members every single day, or I'm sorry, 23 veterans every single day who commit suicide in this country. There are still tens of thousands of homeless veterans across this country. So if you truly want to thank a veteran for their service, there are plenty of organizations out there. And Birdman, I appreciate your idea um, of donating a percentage of those proceeds to, to veteran organizations uh, find your nearest local veteran organization find national veteran organizations give money thanking them for their service thanking us for our service is not enough
0: mm. you're right man that's that's absolutely you didn't hit that any better on the head than what you said man so and i i totally agree with you man for sure
1: yeah and all we'll right how are we gonna use our yeah we'll, we'll use our network to uh to to boost whatever you want man Andrew's in, in Philly. I'm in the burbs. Ali will fly down from Minnesota. We will, we will find a way to get out there, man. So just say the word and and we're there, man. Thank you so much for that. I'm
2: right at Somerset and Tulip. So you and I, we could have been neighbors. Who even Uh, knows?
0: Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I I grew up at Cedar and Cambria right right across the Hawks.
2: Seriously. I could probably, (laughs)
3: that's stone's
2: throw. Can I, can I ask a
3: question here? Can I ask a question, Andrew, you're wearing a red shirt. What's what's going on, man? It's Bucks week. What What's are you trying to say something here? Well, I mean, I'm wearing a
2: Sixers hat and it's red is can could be considered a Sixers color um, Fair, You know, I didn't have time to change beforehand. I, t- I was running a little late and I didn't I, I I didn't have time to put on my proper attire. So this is I, I'm it's America, man. <laughs> I'm here for America.
3: Well, then what do you say That's we transition right. over to I the like Bucks? it?
1: let's 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 transition to to the box so birdman joey what do you think this game is going to look like we have some stats here we have some statistics we're going to do it your perspective though monday night is the monday night curse real we've seen a lot of injuries happen demar hamlin Uh... nick chubb aaron Rodgers. do you think something's going to happen to us what is your perspective on the upcoming game this weekend? Oh, I'm sorry, on Monday.
0: Um, I I kind of been thinking about this a lot too. Um, you know, uh, with the people, you know, like you said, Hamlin, Chubb, and Rogers Monday night. Uh, will this curse continue? Um, you know, we don't know. But in my opinion, you know, I'm thinking something is going to happen. Um, Uh-oh. I don't think it's going to be on the Eagles though. Um. I'm thinking maybe Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I gotta. 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 got a weird feeling. Um, but yeah, I, I. I. think you know something may happen. Um, but toward the Bucks, hopefully not the Eagles, because we don't. We don't need no more injuries. Uh, you know, with we'll losing Maddox. Yeah, you know, Avante Maddox with the torn pec, and yeah, you know, we don't. We don't need no more. Um, but honestly, I think we we're gonna get it together. I. I, I think there's you know the last. Two games, you know, weren't the best games. Um, you know, we didn't really look good on both sides of the ball, uh, defense or offense. Um, I don't know. But I feel like, you know, fresh start in, in Tampa, you know, uh, Monday mm-hmm. night football, it's gonna be electric down there. Um, I remember I was there for the playoff game, Tom Brady's last one. Um, you know, it was electric, you know. Uh and I you know, I, I'm not gonna say that their fans are better than ours, it's just that's not happening. But uh, you know I felt like you know they get they get down down there in Tampa, um, but yeah. I I do feel like we we bring the heat. Um, and we get a, like a twenty one seven blowout win. Um, yeah. coming up. That's yeah, that's my prediction drip. on the game.
2: I first want to point out how annoying of a town Tampa Bay is because like for being such like a little Florida town, like all of their sports teams over the past couple of years have like won championships while like mm-hmm. we're over here like dealing with three straight championship losses. What was it, the Phillies <laughs> and the union that lose in the same day. And then the, and Sixers, the Eagles,
0: the
3: six, like, the, the
2: six, I'm six. still, yeah, as I'm here, rocking the hat. Although from Kelly green <laughs> to Kelly Oubre, that's a little segue right there, but uh, I'm excited <laughs> about the Kelly Oubre signing. And uh, word on the street is he's with James Harden's ex girl. So maybe that's the way that James oh, Harden geez. gets out of town. Anyway, how do I feel about this game? Um, Ultimately, this needs to be the game that the passing attack gets back on track. I like Tampa Bay has been a stud run defense for the past like three years or so. They got Vita Vea healthy clogging up the middle. They got Shaq Barrett. They have they have really good players on defense. Uh, I don't think they have Levante David anymore, but I know do they? They might still have Levante David. Uh, There's another running back, Devin. it's not coming to my mind, but Antoine Winfield Jr. They have very good players mm-hmm. on their defense. So I think I, we are not going to have nearly as much success running the ball that we did last week. I'm very curious to see what the Swift-Gainwell split looks like. Um, but, I'm you know, the Eagles right now are a five-point favorite. That is a little bit telling to me. Um uh, dude, like Joey, I think like you might be onto something because Baker Mayfield's off to this great start, and Tampa Bay has all this hope. And and how terrible would it be if he just goes down this game? Exactly. So you, might, you you might be onto something there. Um. Ultimately, I'm liking an Eagles win. I'm looking around. I think it's going to be close. I think Tampa might might cover, but I'm going to go with uh 24 uh, 21. Just kind of like a. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I the last two weeks we've been we've been dealing with like healthy two possession leads. I don't know if we're gonna have that this game. Tampa Bay is still a very strong offense. They have good receivers. So um
3: overall confident, but I think it's gonna be a close game. Ali, how about you? I think this game is going to really manifest itself around how well our pass defense can contain Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and Godwin. Um, Looking at NFL stats, the Buccaneers have one of the lowest yards per carry offense from a rush perspective. So from uh, what they're going to be bringing from the run game, as well as how well our run defense has looked so far, two games this year, I think the run game is going to be pretty locked up early on in the game. And it's truly going to be a test of our secondary versus Baker Mayfield. Do I wish any injuries happen on anyone? Absolutely not. Um, The way I would like this to transpire is the uh, guys that are coming back from injuries, Reed Blankenship, James Bradbury, um, Slay staying on the the opposite side of Bradbury. Um, I am hopeful that we're able to find ourselves on defense as a pass defense and be able to shut down Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Where I am concerned is on Tampa Bay's defense. They are a pretty stout rush defense. They are also a middle-of-the-pack pass defense. So, Andrew, to your point about whether or not we need to fix our pass defense this game... Do I think it's going to be a sort of a night and day switch between week one and week two to week three? No, because I think Tampa Bay's defense is pretty stout from an overall perspective. Uh, But I do believe and I do hope that Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard are able to get back in sync and find a rhythm that they have been sorely missing the first two weeks of the season. So with that said, my prediction is Birds 27 Buccaneers 24. I predict the last Jeez. second Jake Elliott field goal. Uh, this is going to be a tighter game than anticipated. This is going to be a tighter game that I would want, but there's my score prediction. Alex, how come, how come I have to be the one with the hot takes every single week?
1: You know, like I said, the Patriots were going to beat us. And now like last week I said, it was going to be like, I don't know here, here, here's the reality of the situation. I love Baker Mayfield coming out of college. Everyone knows this and everyone clowns me. I even bought a fake Chinese jersey of him, guys. like I was like halfway committed to him. I went to a Jess Browns game in my Baker Mayfield jersey just, just to watch him. I know who Baker Mayfield is. And here's the stats. Here's the reality of the situation. In the last two games, he's been sacked one time and he's thrown zero interceptions. The law of large numbers tells me That this is an outlier for Baker Mayfield and his performance, and we may see a three-pick game on Monday night just to kind of, you know, get the law of averages and get and get it back down to where it needs to be. He is going to get sacked more than one time. I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to do that. Also, we had our linebackers being able to do an okay job against TJ Hawkinson. James Bradbury is coming back, and so is. Reed Blankenship in the backfield. I have no concerns about our defense here. I can't believe me, the one on the podcast, that's always like super woefully underconfident about what we're going to do every single time. And I'm the one saying that it's going to be a blowout. I don't even think it's going to be a close blowout. I say the Eagles, who have been putting up way more offensive points – Along with their defense, along with an overconfident Baker Mayfield, the only one that can get in Baker Mayfield's way is Baker from doing a whole bunch of Hulu commercials and not actually playing football. That we win. Eagles, 31. Buccaneers, 17. I may have called them the Browns a few times throughout this whole entire show, so just let that go. They're the Bakers. and it's not even a close 17. It's not even a close 17. That 17 comes in a junk time touchdown at the end of the game, just like the Minnesota Vikings did 31-17. It's not even close. Um,
2: I do want to pick – I much. do actually have a question because you bring up a good point. Well, especially about the law of averages. That's I love hearing that because I feel like the Eagles have – things are bound to turn with their sack totals because they've been pretty pedestrian so far with that. Baker Mayfield, in my mind, is somebody who will scramble a little bit. And unlike our first two games of the season where we went against Mac Jones and we went against Kirk Cousins, those are two statues. Those are guys that literally have negative mobility. So now you have Baker Mayfield. And so I think of these guys like even Jalen Hurts gets sacked a lot because he he'll you know, sometimes he'll be indecisive and he'll try to take off. Do you think that that will actually lend well, or do you think that that is like partially the reason that the Eagles haven't been accumulating sacks like we're used to seeing last year? Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins are pocket passers. That's
1: exactly who they are. So their offensive line has one thing to do very well protect the middle of the pocket so you can't go out. We have two elite edge rushers. Yeah, a mobile quarterback is not going to be a problem for us at all. I'm ready to see a three sack game from Hassan Reddick yes. upcoming. Yeah. So no, I, I don't and, and that's actually an even better point for me, Drew. I don't I can't believe the sports books right now, as of right now, it just updated a four and a half. That's like that's so utterly disrespectful to me. Um, because I do think that Baker is not an elite pocket pass. He 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 reminds me of like Carson Wentz, in a way, like trying to play hero ball. Like, I think he's gonna get down really early. He's gonna try to push the ball down the field. He's gonna try to mess around with Mike Evans. It's just not gonna look good for him. Darius is gonna come away with it. Ali, what do you think?
3: Listen, Baker has shown that he is a capable NFL quarterback. We all remember when he was in his apartment no, building. But he was I saying
1: guess, that three listen, games ago. Listen, oh
3: what I'm saying, what I'm saying is <laughs> We remember last season when Baker got traded to the Rams, he goes on the field, runs a 2-minute offense, throwing up hand signals that he probably didn't understand what they were and they end up scoring that game-winning touchdown at the end. He's a capable NFL quarterback. Is he going to be I think be... he throws
0: 3 more picks. 3 or more picks though. I yeah, I think listen. he throws 3 he might throw 3 picks on Monday. Is Baker
3: Mayfield an elite quarterback in my mind? No. But if you give him an offensive line, if you give him two all star wide receivers, heck, I could score three touchdowns on Monday night against the Eagles.
0: I don't think this is a matter of. Darius Slay lets that happen. That's no, just, that's no, my opinion. why did Mac
2: Jones? Yeah. why did Mac Jones throw for over 300 yards against it us was and, pre-season. and make
3: implicit <laughs> season this is here. like the weird limbo <laughs> purgatory that we're in in the first couple of weeks of the season when we're trying to evaluate are the 49ers actually good? Are the New York Giants actually bad or they did they just have a bad game or are is our offense is it sputtering over the course of the first two weeks of the season? Sure. Are we actually bad? Probably not, given the fact that almost none of the pieces that we had last year changed, obviously with the exception of Miles Sanders. So I don't anticipate that this slump that we're in offensively is going to continue over the course of the entire season. It is a well-known thing that people tend to overreact in the month of September with football. I'm waiting until the month of October when we're sitting happy and healthy and 4-0 because we had just beat the tampa bay buccaneers and the la rams talk some sense into these guys joey
0: yeah i i don't i don't i don't think baker mayfield's gonna have a great game that's just my opinion like i said i'm i'm hoping full that you know if there is a monday night curse baker mayfield is going to get that <laughs> curse on monday yeah. night so I, i'm going fully against baker mayfield i'm sorry i don't like baker mayfield i never did even when he was with the browns so yeah. Um, Joey, speaking uh, of the Giants and the Niners game, the update: Are they really the Niners, like they everyone's saying, or and is the Giants really suck, like everyone's saying? I mean, it's a three-three game right now.
1: Yeah, that's it an is update. Pretty interesting. It is. Yeah, that'd be pretty it's crazy sh- if we foreshadowed and like the Giants got the dub here, and it's like we, yeah, hey, we heard that beforehand. Hey,
3: and Joey, that, I just if, we, I, uh, I, uh, if if we get in a swing in it, and I pick the Giants, I still get the original uh, money line, right? You're not no. picking the Giants. No one's picking the
1: Giants to be the 49ers. <laughs> I was going to pick the Giants. Yeah. But. <laughs>
0: so,
3: so Joey, the, these guys
1: clown me all the time in our group chat because I used to be really big on Baker Mayfield three games ago. Like last season, if if, if I would have said Baker Mayfield is a proven NFL quarterback, I would have been kicked out of the group chat. We clown you.
2: Now that like two, <laughs> you- two
1: games, he's all of a sudden a proven NFL quarterback.
3: Alex, so we clown you road for road Ian picture. Book. He's we clown you for Ian Book, and that's it. <laughs> Ian Book. <laughs> Ian Book. The, Ian the, Book uh, the underdog now. quarterback.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Notre yeah. Dame. <laughs> all right, guys. That's hilarious. All right, well, hey, I, I think I think we're all pretty much aligned. That's four dubs uh, going.
2: One final Cincinnati. stat. One final stat to give everybody some relief. The Eagles have won each of their last 10 games as road favorites. So everybody take a deep breath.
0: But you want to know why that, right? You want to know why, right? Because our fans travel. That's why. Yes, that's right. right, We make every stadium the link, and that's why our road games are always dubs, and they're going to be dubs because we travel.
3: Let me me piggyback piggyback off the stat that Andrew shared. Um, I found out a couple of days ago that this is the first time since 1993 that the Eagles started – 2 and 0 in back-to-back seasons. This does not happen. So even though it's looked ugly, this is a pretty stout team. And to your point, the last two teams that have lost the
2: Super Bowl have started 0 and 2 the following season. So that's wow. another uh right. that's another what's chip uh something in the cap. I don't know what the saying is. Another, <laughs> it's another good thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, that's
1: four dubs heading into Tampa. I'm excited. Monday night, um, going to be a late night. 7.15 game, so it's actually early. This is kind of that weird limbo period uh, before teams start having bye weeks, so we get to Monday night games, so that's pretty exciting. Um, so what this means is a stress-free Sunday where I won't get any more gray hairs. NFL Redstone is going to be on all day, so we can do it. So speaking of the upcoming window, um, let's get into our swinging it. Andrew, kick us off after the music.
2: Swinging it! Underdog picks for the week! What are we, a bunch of swingers? Anyway, (laughs) uh, Alex, (laughs) you say that you're not going to be nervous, or you're going to be stress-free on Sunday, but my man, you're two for two on the season. You can't lose, so... So yeah, maybe you can just kick back and relax on Sunday while the rest of us are trying to catch up <laughs> so to, to catch everyone up uh Alex has taken the lead uh he currently has eight points on the season he was correct last week when he took the Ravens over the zero and two Bengals so three and a half points rewarded awarded congratulations the audience is in second unfortunately they made a huge mistake and picked the Vikings against the Eagles last week you know we tried Why? We, we tried to warn them we tried to warn them yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so, uh,
2: and then in third is Ali, uh, you picked the Raiders last week to beat the, was it the uh, the Bills? Because you always pick against the Bills. Uh, unfortunately for you, the Bills won, so you stay at two and a half points. I'm on the board. I got two whole points now because I took the measly Steelers to win on Monday Night Football. So, even though I'm pulling up the rear, I'm happy that I'm on the board. So, anyway, trying to get the audience back on track here. Joey, Birdman. Give us your pick, and let's get the audience trying to trying to get the audience to overtake Alex again.
0: Well, since you already said it, and I know you're probably be like boo, but anyway, I'm taking the Steelers to beat the Raiders this week. I'm taking the Steelers to beat the Raiders this week. I I think the Steelers defense woke up. I think they got some hunger in their heart, um, and they're starting to wake up, and we're about to see a Steelers defense be a like a solid stud for the rest of the season. So I'm I'm taking the Steelers. To win,
1: yeah. Hopefully, Minka Fitzpatrick doesn't ruin someone else's career on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, or 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 you know, or 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 uh, T.J. Ward or whatever his name is. Freaking dude hits like a, a, I don't even know. He's he hits like he's running through a wall, and he's not. (laughs) But he hits. It's going to be interesting. It's wild.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo in a primetime stage, different team. That's going to be an interesting game. I, I actually, I really like that pick a lot. All right, Andrew, Mr. Last Place, let's see yeah. you.
2: Um, I'm going to go a little juicier than two points this week. Um, <laughs> Ali, I'm going to take a page out of your book. Are the Washington Commanders about to go 3-0? Are they about to start the Oof. season 3-0? I, they're a six-and-a-half-point underdog. They're home against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills looked pretty damn good last week, but I believe in the power of Sam Howell. <laughs> Bring it home, baby. Give me that six and a half. I'm trying to get back in this
3: thing. I'm going to take the commanders, and I'm going to hate myself for it.
1: I like it, Ali. What about you,
3: Andrew? When you said you were taking a page out of my book, I thought you were going to actually take my pick. Um, you know, I was looking at the, uh, I was l- looking at FanDuel Sportsbook here. Uh, that Kansas City Chiefs Chicago oh, cool. Bears game looked a little too tantalizing. But I do not believe in, I will repeat this over and over, the poor man's Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. uh, He is not a capable quarterback. But as I continued to scroll down, I saw something that was pretty intriguing. The Arizona Cardinals, a 12.5-point underdog against the Dallas Cowboys, who just sustained a pretty severe injury in practice Mm. today.
0: Mm -hmm. Trayvon Diggs. So give me the Arizona Cardinals. DCL.
3: 12 wow. and a half, 12
2: and a half. <laughs> Ali, I will, I will send you a nice Venmo if this ends up happening because yeah. I will, <laughs> it would be amazing to see the Cowboys embarrassed by yeah, the card. Birdman's going to yeah. send
1: you his suit. He's going to send Dude, you his I'll, suit. I'll let
0: you borrow it. I'll let you borrow it for the next Cowboys game. Cowboys Yo, versus Eagles. Home.
1: Yeah, then watch Watch him get arrested. <laughs> He's going to show up. No, no, it's me. It's me. That's <laughs> not me you like, got the wrong bird you got yeah, the wrong you know, they, bird I, I wonder what picture they have at the door if you've seen this
2: guy the bird <laughs> yeah i'm picturing like yeah like a like all security members just like do not let this thing in and it's just it's just like a black and white picture of a bird mask and then you yeah. see like guys.
3: swoop in the background in handcuffs because they got the wrong bird <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be hilarious yeah Oh, Oh, we have to flip that. That's That's so good.
2: All right, Alex, bring us home, man.
1: All right. Hey, I'm in the lead. I'm going to play a little bit safe. I saw this when we talked about this in the green room. Surprised nobody picked it. I cannot believe that the Los Angeles Chargers are one and a half point underdogs to the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Herbert's been playing pretty well. Austin Eckler's healthy. Keenan Allen got me 31 points in fantasy last week. Uh, That defense is just absolutely trash. Uh, Minnesota, that is. I have a really hard time believing they're going to go 0-3, but give me the Los Angeles Chargers as a one-and-a-half point underdog.
2: Do you think that the argument made is like interchangeable for both the Vikings and the Chargers? Like, I feel like they are such similar teams. Like, I feel like yeah. this game is going to be an all-out shootout, and it's going to just be like what team doesn't shoot themselves in the foot.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Kirkland. I mean, it it always is. It is one. It is it is one o'clock, Kirk. One o'clock. But it is one o'clock, Kirk. But we will uh, we will see.
3: Um, Ali, send us home. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. This has been episode fifty six, and it has been such a memorable one, Birdman. Yeah, it has been such a pleasure to not only meet hey, you man. but get to know
0: you. Yeah. Thank you guys, uh, on, man. It's it was it's been awesome, man. I can't wait to kick on, you guys in the in the parking lot upcoming game. Yeah, I really can't.
3: I'm I'm am s- I'm so excited to to have more of these conversations with you. I think we get so wrapped up in the game of football. At the end of the day, I mean we are we are people just trying to make it in this world and I appreciate you sharing as much as you did with us. Um, this has been one of my most favorite and memorable episodes that we've done thus far. So yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Monday night lot, football. Monday you. night football. Eagles against Bucks. Let's bring this home. Go, Birds. 3 0, baby. Come on. Go, Birds.
0: Go, Birds.